Welcome to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we discover our path to a truly wealthy life through conversations with talented and successful women and men who are designing their version of a meaningful and prosperous life. Teresa Leftenant is a certified financial planner with 30 years experience as a financial advisor and wealth coach to women just like you. She is founder of ReinventingHer.com and author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Teresa is a relationship with money expert and a reinvention mentor for women who are ready to create a life that makes their heart sing and their bank account swell. CFP and Certified Financial Planner, the Certified Financial Board of Standards Incorporated, owns these certification marks in the U.S., which it awards to individuals who successfully complete CFP Board's initial and ongoing certification requirements. And welcome to episode 56 of A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we support women who are creating their own version of a wealthy life. And I've been a certified financial planning professional and a wealth advisor for over 30 years. And women hire me to gain the right knowledge and confidence so they can build the financial resources they need to pursue their passions, explore who they are, express their inner talents and live their personal dreams. So join us every week to hear my expert guests and I explore seven aspects of living a wealthy life, including financial, but also physical health and wellness professional and career, mental and emotional wellness, recreation and fun, relationships and contribution and legacy. And I share about the inner power qualities that women can develop and the latest thoughts on pursuing a wealthy life. So have you ever wondered how the buildings you live in, work in are actually built? Today, we are fortunate enough to be interviewing two very successful women who are leading their family's development company. But before I introduce them, you know, the journey to living the life of our dreams, a wealthy life, has so many entry points. Many of my guests experience that moment of epiphany when they figure out one day that they actually have the power to choose the quality of their existence. And today's guests were guiding were guided to their purpose through their family's goals and values. You know, once we wake up, you know, become more conscious and embrace that we actually do have a purpose in this life, then we can consciously choose to unleash those inner power qualities and get moving to installing that purpose into our everyday life. And that's when the real fun begins the journey that we all are meant to follow with all its mystery and challenges, joys and opportunities for growth, that's what provides us with the deeper meaning and the pure joy that we're all wanting. You know, when we're living from our authentic self, following our intuition and doing what we really love to do the most. So before I ask my guests to share their journey to a wealthy life, I'm going to continue talking about what I started last week, five common obstacles to reinventing your life and financial future. Now, just to remind you, the five common obstacles are, and I'm just going to pick one and dive deeper today. So we lack a positive mind, ladies. We allow our mind to think negative thoughts, and then we act on them. And that doesn't always give us the results we want. We also lack the motivation to change. 
we kind of live our lives in reaction to things that happen every day until we discover our purpose. We also lack clarity. Sometimes we can hesitate to really firmly decide what we want for our lives. Not what we want for dinner, but what we want our life experiences to actually be. We lack self-efficacy. We don't really believe that we can do the hard things it takes to change our lives for the better. And we lack accountability. Even when we do know what needs to happen, you know, the steps that we need to take, we don't often have a cheerleader or a coach to help us get through the tough times and also help us celebrate our wins. So today, I'm going to go deeper into obstacle number two, which is we lack the motivation to change. Now, do you find yourself daydreaming about how your life and even your finances could be better, more like you really want them to be? If only if you could just figure out what you should do differently. And do you feel frustrated because you don't really know where to start and you can't seem to find the inspiration to figure it out? Well, I was thinking about uh, my friend Sally. Sally was really dissatisfied with her life. You know, she was working in a small boutique, which she'd been doing since her divorce. And it was just to tide her over until she figured out what she really wanted. She'd lived in her community for 20 years, but it didn't really feel like home. Even as a small child, Sally wanted to live in a small artist community, immerse herself in creating art and finding that place that she could really call home. She sometimes wondered where she went wrong and whether it was too late to really follow her dream. She knew she needed a plan to move forward, but she really didn't have any idea where to begin. Sally really knew she was dissatisfied, but she lacked motivation to get things started. Well, if motivation to change is something you have in short supply, I really understand because change is really challenging. It requires that there's many things in alignment in order for us, any new action that we decide to take to have any real difference in our life. For instance, we have to be really clear about what we want. Now, that's no easy thing to figure out. And we need optimism that it's even possible to change things. And that would require that we don't think so negatively. We have to make the time to try new things and learn from our mistakes, which can be hard because we don't like to fail. And we need to be persistent because sometimes the best laid plans don't work out the first time. And that requires that we have inner powers of resilience and commitment. I know it can feel really exhausting to even consider trying to change anything big in our lives, like maybe finding a more fulfilling or better paying job, seeking new ways to improve our relationships, or making those difficult financial decisions that we need to make it to truly support our dreams. Any of that sound familiar to you? Well, I have some really great news for you because there's many ways to develop a steady stream of motivation to change your life for the better. And one of the fastest and most satisfying ways is to connect to your inner drive, to follow your passions and pursue the life you were actually born to live. You know, most of us are living a life that society and our parents convinced us we should live, like having a good job with benefits or staying in the same community all of our life. When what we do every day doesn't make our hearts sing, our energy sags 
and our hope for a better future can just go missing. But when we have a dream or a purpose or a passion and we put following it at the top of our list, then suddenly we seem to have all the motivation, energy, and perseverance that we need to rise from just surviving to truly thriving. And as if by magic, our fears and considerations that may have blocked us for years seem to just evaporate into thin air. So Sally did have a dream, do her art and share it with others. But what she didn't have was a fully formed dream that filled her with motivation to get started and keep moving. Sally didn't realize that if she just leaned into her inner powers, her natural born talents, her vision could expand. And she didn't know how to build self-efficacy. You know, that thing I talked about last week, that's the ability to push ourselves through those uncomfortable tasks necessary to make our dreams come alive. Well, when we take the first steps toward our dream, those small successes fuel more motivation to persist and keep going. And it also fuels more creativity. So here's Sally's motivation strategy, which included these first steps, growing her confidence with her art by creating something new every week and showing it to as many people as she could. Gaining clarity by exploring the who, how, and why of sharing her art. She also needed to learn how to price those beautiful creations. Exercising her courage by reaching out to other successful artists and asking them how they work and succeed, especially financially. And expanding her motivation by researching communities she might like to live in and ultimately visit the top few on her list. She spent time talking to business owners and people in the art community to find out the real realities of living there and selling her art. So Sally and I put a step-by-step -step plan together and as she took action, her inner powers began to expand and blossom. She did move to that new community and she eventually started a co-op with a group of other local artists. And she also began teaching art in the local school system, which was a passion that she uncovered along the way. But once Sally was on the journey, her life immediately transformed into a wealthy life because she was pursuing her real passions, developing new relationships, living adventurously, and following her own personal desires of what she really wanted to do in her life. So are you wasting your precious life force doing something that you think you should be doing? Are you happy, full of energy, and following your bliss every day? Or are you bone tired, burned out, and secretly hoping you could just win the lottery so that you could stop all this madness? Are you doing whatever it takes to get what you really want out of your life? Tell the truth. Is discovering your purpose something you need to revisit? Let's bring in our guests. So Carrie McGill is CEO of Rally Properties, her family's real estate management and development company. A native of Issaquah Bellevue, Carrie, that's in Washington. Carrie is the third generation of the Rally family to lead the business. And after studying at UW, University of Washington, Carrie began her career in industrial engineering. She interned for Procter & Gamble and then worked for Physio Control, where she formally entered the family business and real estate world in 1993. 
And over the years, Carrie worked in all facets of the business before becoming CEO in 2007. Her flair for design and background in manufacturing, management science, technology systems, and value engineering gave her a unique perspective when it comes to creating great places, building community, and improving buildings and operations. Among Carrie's most significant accomplishments was working with her team and the city to negotiate a 30-year development agreement. Carrie was named 40 Under 40 by the Puget Sound Business Journal and recently was recognized by the same publication as a 2019 Woman of Influence. And my other guest, Kelly Richardson, is the commercial director and designated broker for Rally Properties. After studying business management and real estate law at Drake University, Kelly began her career in residential real estate with Windermere before she formally entered the family business and real estate world in 1993. Kelly worked in all facets of property management and commercial leasing before being promoted to Rally Properties designated broker in 2010. Now, currently, Kelly is 2021 Washington State Certified Commercial Investment Member Board President and is part of the Member Services Committee for CCIM International. Kelly's also the current board president for Friends of the Issaquah Salmon Hatchery, the top salmon education organization in the state. And finally, in 2018, Rowley Properties was named the Legacy Family Business of the Year by 425 Business Magazine. And in 2019, Seattle Business Magazine recognized Rowley Properties as the Small Family Business of the Year. Wow, congratulations on all of your accomplishments, ladies. It's such an honor to welcome you to the show, Carrie and Kelly. Thank you so much, Teresa. It's our pleasure to be here. Oh, we've been looking forward to this interview for a while, haven't we? Okay, so I want to hear everything about your community, your career, living your purpose. But first, I got to know, which one of you is the older sister? That would be me, Carrie. Carrie is the older sister. Okay, does that make you the boss? I mean, I know you're the boss, but I mean, just between the two of you, you must always have to negotiate that, right? Yes, Yes, and where I was fortunate in that Kelly and I grew up and we've always been very close. We very rarely fought. We have a good relationship. And so that works out very well for us working together. Yeah, I, it would have to be, right? Because you guys have been working together for a number of years. And, you know, when you both decided that you were going to go into the family business, were you still young? Kelly, tell, start with you. When did you decide that that was your, your path? Well, you know, it took me a while to decide that the family business was my path. When we were young, my grandfather didn't really appreciate women, I guess, as as they are today. Sure. And so I found um, enjoyment just sitting around the dining room table listening and discussing business. Uh, But I didn't really um, pursue uh, the family business until later. Uh, when I became on my own, my grandfather was no longer uh, at the company, and um, I just, I really enjoy sales and uh, contract law, and um, once I started to get my hands into the business, I was like, wow, this is really neat. So what about you, Carrie? Did you know when you were young that you wanted to follow in your 
grandfather and your father, what your father then took over the, was in the business leadership too, right? Yes. Yes, he was. So no, no, it, uh, nurturing Kelly and I to go into the family business was just something nobody really talked about. And I was really more interested in science. I grew up in a time when Star Trek had a lot of influence on me and so did the space shuttle program. And I wanted to be an astronaut. And so I specifically chose my college uh, based on that, went to the University of Washington. And I was on that track until I found out what an aeronautical engineer does and realized that that just wasn't in innately who I am. And uh, that's when I started to look around to find out about uh, different kinds of engineering. And industrial engineering was really the perfect fit for me. And you talked about some of the things uh, in my bio that uh, industrial engineering comprises. It's a lot of many different kinds of engineering with a heavy emphasis on business and essentially making things better, faster, and cheaper using technology and operations management and robotics and all kinds of other cool things. You know what I love about women is that we have all sorts of potential talents and abilities. I was talking about my client who was the artist and uh, pursuing her path to success. And here you two are very confident in real technical aspects. And, you know, we're going to talk in a little bit about, you know, being in a male dominated uh, industry. And so uh, I do want to hear more about the history of the company, but I do want to take a quick break. So everyone listening, you better come right back because this is going to be such a fun and very informative conversation. So we'll be right back to A Wealthy Life for Her. Are you tired of working at home? Change your office. Change your life. Just off I-90 in Issaquah. Rally Properties is 20 minutes to Seattle, 10 minutes to Bellevue, and 5 minutes to the outdoors. Imagine your business in a venue that offers the best of all worlds, a place to let your nature begin. Issaquah's safe, business-friendly, and kid-centric community, coupled with cultural and outdoor amenities, provides an outstanding work-life balance. We've helped hundreds of businesses over the past 65 years. No one knows Issaquah better. To learn more, visit RowleyProperties.com. That's R-O-W-L-E-Y Properties.com. What is your definition of a wealthy life? You have all the power you need inside to do, be, or have whatever you can imagine. You have a computer in your head, an emotional guidance system inside your body, and free will to choose what you want. Whether it's your relationship or results with money, your current state of health, where you live, what you do for a living, You have the power to change the course of your life. Learn more about our Financial Reinvention Mastermind, where we empower women to live their version of a wealthy life at www.reinventingher.com. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day.
And welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with my guests, Carrie McGill, CEO, and Kelly Richardson, Commercial Commercial Director of Rally Properties. And as we were just getting started here, this is your family business. You were around this business when you were growing up. So give us a little bit of history. And we'll start with you, Carrie, and then Kelly, you can come in too. Sure. I will say that uh, Grandpa did start the company in 1954, and Issaquah at that time was really struggling. It was an old dairy town, and uh, the community felt like it needed to have an economic boost, and so they were inviting a developer who built uh, housing to come in to attract young families to Issaquah. My grandfather was a risk taker extraordinaire and an entrepreneur, and so he answered that call. And he started out in Issaquah, he built about 300 homes on Squawk Mountain, and then he started getting into apartments. My dad joined the company right out of college, and that's when they kind of morphed the company to get away from residential home building and into more commercial building. And so over the course of time, they built about 60 different buildings together. And then grandpa passed away in 1988. And um, I hadn't planned on coming to work in the company until my dad approached me a few years after my grandfather passed and said, hey, would you think about this? You can have an opportunity to see what you can do and you know, find out whether this is a good fit. And I was thinking of starting a family And I was in a career where I think it would have been kind of challenging to juggle both. I knew I didn't want to give up my career, but I also wanted to have a family at the same time. And I could see that working in a family business could give me a little bit more flexibility to be able to do both. And so I took the opportunity and that's how I joined the company. Awesome. And, you know, this is uh, your story is so important because women have a lot of things they want to do. Right. We do want to have families. We do want to have a quality of life. And yet we have uh, career goals that we want to be able to pursue as well. So now, Kelly, tell us more about the scope of the company, like what's its mission, its vision. Tell us all about it. Absolutely. So we're based in Issaquah, Washington. Rowley Properties owns, develops, leases, and manages approximately 80 acres of real estate along I-90 in Issaquah. This includes 63 buildings representing almost a million square feet in a wide assortment of uses such as office, multifamily, retail, light industrial, storage, and hospitality. So we have approximately 900 tenants, many of whom are incubator businesses and entrepreneurs. Wow. So you have this really wide variety of real estate assets. And so that requires quite a lot of different expertise, doesn't it? Not only with the two of you, but your team. So your team contributes to this depth. Tell us more about how all that works. How do you all work together with a group of people to manage so many different types of real estate? Absolutely. We, we are, we're actually a pretty small company. There are only 21 of us, not counting our hotel staff. And we have a motto essentially of kind of big or small, do it all. Um, We all will roll up our hands and do whatever it takes, even if it's plunging toilets. So, um, you know, sometimes it's not very glamorous, but uh, we have a great team and we have great partners. 
Kelly shared how diverse our mix of assets classes is, but the one thing they have in common is that they all are focused on Issaquah and nobody knows Issaquah better than we do. We've been here for three generations. We're very plugged into the community, the nonprofits, the schools, things along those lines. So, um, so that does make us different. And also we're different than most developers, first of all, because we focus on one area. And secondly, because we're not really just trying to build buildings. We are creating neighborhoods and a business that responds to our changing times and um, needs of our community in a way that aligns with our core values and Issaquah's brand. And we really feel a deep sense of responsibility about all of that. Well, you both live in the community too, right? And so you, you, you know, this is like your home. What I was mentioning in the in the beginning, people yearn for that sense of home and then contributing to the community around their home. So just for those who might not be from the Seattle area listening to the podcast, um, Kelly, tell us a little bit more about Issaquah. You know, where is it? And more about the community. Sure. So Issaquah is on I-90, just outside of Bellevue. We're about uh, five to ten minutes from Bellevue. And that's a Seattle suburb, right? Seattle suburb, exactly. Right. And um, we have a little over 30,000 residents here in Issaquah, uh, but we're surrounded by the Issaquah Alps. So the mountains, where there's hiking, there's the outdoors. Issaquah was named one of the best verbs by Sunset Magazine. And Outdoor Magazine named Issaquah as one of the top 10 places to live. So there's just, there's so much to do, so much of quality of life. Our, um, our the, the schools are amazing. It, it's a great community if you want uh, to have all of that quality of life happening. And interacting with uh, nature and the mountains. And of course, we have water sports. We have um, uh, lakes that are very close by. So that's all part of your vision, right? Yes, absolutely. So it's uh, people's connection to nature. We all know how healing being out in nature can be. And that's really part of the essence of the character of our community, Issaquah, and what we try to bring into our properties as we redevelop them is to expose people to nature, even though they're in a more urban setting. So um, we are doing some really important work with our development agreement to change the way people build so that we don't keep sprawling and sprawl up those beautiful Issaquah Alps and ruin them. Instead, we focus density where density belongs, where there's infrastructure and, and yet celebrate that nature as we do that. See, it's so, I'm so grateful to hear that there are developers that are actually thinking about that because we've all driven by communities where, we, where we've thought, what were these developers thinking? You ruined all the beauty, the beauty around. Okay, so now I'm going to step and widen the lens a little bit because I'm very always interested in talking to entrepreneurs and business owners because there's so many challenges that we all have to face. So Kelly, uh, do you have a challenge that your company has faced and overcome that you could share with us? We do. When the pandemic first started, the governor shut down and halted all commercial real estate activities, such as touring, showings, etc. And now when you have a brand new building like we did that we were in the middle of constructing, and this building is right on I-90, we are responsible to the lenders, to the community, and it's it's, uh, there for everyone to see. 
So this was a big challenge because we needed to fill the building and find the right tenants. Uh, but, you know, we couldn't do anything. Right. So, uh, fortunately, uh, although we didn't design the building for COVID, it is the perfect COVID building. It's got 100% filtered outdoor fresh air with the HVAC. We have large stairwells, perfect for social distancing. And uh, we are, we're using a special product called cross-laminated timber, which reduces the carbon footprint, but showcases the beauty of natural wood. It's sustainable and it's gorgeous. So when we were able to tour again, there was still uncertainty about what the future of office will look like. However, we have a lot of opportunities in Issaquah. And I heard from many, many companies and CEOs that they wanted to move out of downtown Seattle or downtown Bellevue. Right. And come to Issaquah to be where uh, the team members lived so that they could have a better quality of life. And so I started calling and inviting entrepreneurs and CEOs. We had many, many uh, folks very interested in the building. And we are very excited that REI has chosen this building as uh, the satellite nub for their uh, team members in this area. They're going to be a wonderful asset. Oh, my goodness. So what you're announcing here is that you closed a deal with REI in this building, right? Even, I mean, yes, we are out of the worst of COVID, but we're still in COVID times here in Seattle. Yeah, we are indeed. And this is going to be really the future of work. And so it's the ability for team members with your REI to enjoy not only work, but the nature and bring that nature inside. They can uh, go out their front door and hit the trails or bike over to Lake Sammamish State Park. Uh, we are, we've designed the building to be iconic and to bring the outdoors in. Wow, that's perfect for REI employees. <laughs> Very good. Congratulations. That's an exciting, exciting announcement. Okay, so Carrie, what about you? What was a big challenge that you overcame from your perspective? Besides this was a big one for sure. The pandemic was a huge one for sure in many ways. And Kel just hit one piece of that. But I would say another big challenge that we had was the negotiation of our development agreement um, 11 years ago when we started looking at redeveloping our properties and realizing that the city codes were very suburban. If we knocked down an existing building, we would have to be building another box with a sea of parking. And that wasn't compact, complete, and connected. It wasn't livable and walkable. It didn't celebrate nature the way that the community said it wanted to be. And so we began conversations with the city and it took four years to have these conversations over 80 public hearings talking about what the future of Issaquah should be and how we do have to start embracing density in Issaquah or we would lose the Issaquah Alps that are so dear to us. And how can we embrace that density in a thoughtful way that doesn't lose our soul or our character? And we don't want Issaquah to become any place USA. We very much value a lot of the local businesses that are here, the local flavor. And I think the way that we build, it's slower than most developers, one building at a time. And over the course of time, it's a more organic way that does tend to um, cater to more of those local businesses to be able to help them thrive. And hopefully as we grow, they'll grow as well and we'll continue to serve the needs of our community. 
Well, that definitely was another big win. And it, it took a lot of persistence and a lot of commitment and some of those other inner power qualities that, you know, I'm sure to to stay at the table and stay negotiating and stay feeling confident that you could end up being the one that was chosen. That's awesome. Very, very cool. Okay, so before we go to another break, I just wondered if both of you could sort of describe to me, what is your life purpose individually as as women? And Carrie, we'll start with you and then Kelly. Yes, uh, for me, it's really about making a positive difference. And, And you'll see that in our company motto, which is helping businesses succeed, families belong in our community to prosper. We help businesses succeed, not just through providing the space for them, but we enter into a relationship with them and connect them with the community and each other and build community. We work with them on business plans, things like that. And then the families are through our apartments and our hospitality, uh, our hotels that we have, again, helping them be connected to the community and celebrating good things here. And then we're very involved in a lot of nonprofit work. We encourage our tenants to do that as well. My grandfather always believed that the better your community does, the better you do. And so we've always invested heavily in the community and it's been good to us. See, I love that you are modeling that for our listeners uh, because it really is more about just making yourself happy. But you know what I found is that when you have a purpose to pursue and you're giving to others and making a difference in whatever way really resonates with you, then that brings you personal happiness. Very much so. How about you, Kelly? What's your what's your purpose in life? Oh, great question. Well, my purpose is to help bring jobs and create unusual and interesting spaces for collaboration and innovation. Jobs are very important. You know, jobs pay for the taxes on, on for, for corporations. They pay for the parks, the arts, fire services, etc. They also give people a sense of pride. And through this, then they can now help others. And so that's what I've found in, in my work is that I'm lucky enough to serve on several nonprofit boards where I get to help solve other challenges, such as uh, the, the perils of salmon and having them come home um, or uh, having to do with commercial real estate education. So just all of that is gives me a drive and inspiration to help others. Well, <laughs> you two are really living your purpose, and that's just so wonderful to know you and to be able to, to share you with our guests. All right, everyone, we're going to take another quick little break. So come back, and we'll be asking our guests to talk more about what it's been like to be working in and pursuing their purpose in a male-dominated industry. We'll see you right back. Are you tired of working at home? Change your office. Change your life. Just off I-90 in Issaquah, Rally Properties is 20 minutes to Seattle, 10 minutes to Bellevue, and 5 minutes to the outdoors. Imagine your business in a venue that offers the best of all worlds, a place to let your nature begin. Issaquah's safe, business-friendly, and kid-centric community, coupled with cultural and outdoor amenities, provides an outstanding work-life balance. We've helped hundreds of businesses over the past 65 years. No one knows Issaquah better. To learn more, visit RowleyProperties.com. That's R-O-W-L-E-Y Properties. 
www.thepassiveincomeproject.com. Navigating a path to increase your income, spend money on what is most important, and put money aside for the future is all a normal part of a woman's pursuit of financial independence. But do you actually have to resolve to take the necessary action? We've all heard the saying, life is what happens when you're planning something else. Teresa Lieutenant is here to help you design a financial reinvention action plan, a plan that has clarity, commitment, and motivation built in. Visit ReinventingHer.com and set up a time to get started on your Wealthy Life Action Plan. That's reinventingher.com. And welcome back, everyone. We're having a great time talking to Carrie McGill and Kelly Richardson, who are the leaders of Rowley Properties. This is a development company in a suburb of Seattle called Issaquah, a very special place, I must say. Uh, okay, so... I want to talk about, you know, being in this field where men are used to calling the shots. I mean, you you and I, we kind of have that in common because that's true for the financial industry as well. So what was it like for you? We'll start with you, Kelly, breaking into this business once you decided and then ultimately becoming a leader in this very male-dominated industry. Absolutely. So not only is it a male dominated industry, but it's also loaded with type A personalities and everybody (laughs) wants to be right. So um, once you understand that, you can help navigate it. Uh, But um, so I whether it's CEOs or attorneys or brokers um, have to it's important to negotiate and also uh, respect each other's viewpoint. So I've learned everything that there has is to know about my profession and to become experienced and competent about that. If I didn't know something early on, I made it my mission to find out. Mm-hmm. So I've been able to pave my way uh, by doing that and by hearing other people's viewpoints. And I was voted on uh, by our members to be the president of the board for uh, the commercial for CCIM of Washington State, which is the most advanced commercial real estate specialist anywhere. And it's it's an honor to serve them. Oh, I bet. And I, I can tell that both of you are really calm. You're kind of together. You've probably seen a lot of things. You probably don't get too upset. Me, on the other hand, I'm kind of a fiery redhead, so I have to watch myself. <laughs> What about you, Carrie? Tell us about your experiences. Sure. Well, I think very similar to Kelly. I I think you come in, you listen, you learn, you get mentors, um, but ultimately you have to own your place at the table. And I think my technical knowledge has helped a lot in this field. I can understand what the engineers are all talking about and I can turn it around and explain it to lay people. Um, And that has been a good role for me. Plus I'm a systems thinker as an industrial engineer, that's what you do. So I can often spot things that other people can't necessarily. So um, I've also found that when you're working around the table to solve a problem together, um, gender doesn't really come up. It's not so much of a factor and it has a way of bringing people together so that you, I mean, everybody has their own gifts that they can add to the process and you want to bring out everyone's gifts in that process to end up with a better product. Well, you know, it's good to, it's good to hear that it hasn't been a real problem because I think in a lot of industries, it can be a problem. 
And, you know, I, I hear that you guys are articulate, you're prepared, you're educated. And like you were say, saying, Kelly, you're just, if you had to learn something, you went and learned it. Mm -hmm. And that gives people, all people, male or female, more confidence and more trust in you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going into these words because that's what I'm, you know, really helping women who listen to the show understand is that there's aspects to being female that maybe can be a challenge for us, but there's also all these other aspects of being female that we bring to our business uh, pursuits and life in general that can really uh, get us where we want to go. So that's my next question. How do you think being a woman, being female, has really been a benefit for your you know, rise to where you are now? Start with you, Carrie. Okay. That's a tough question um, for me because it's really hard to separate out the woman piece of me from the family business member and, and the industrial engineer and all the others. Um, I think if there's anything, perhaps I get a little more attention because I'm kind of an outlier. There are very, very few women in the development field. And so it's kind of unique. Um, I I like to think we do things that are really special because of this whole um, focus on the community. And again, it's not about making as much money as you possibly can. It is, it is about giving back and leaving a legacy that is a multi-generational thing. So I'm hoping if I do things well, that this business will continue on for additional generations beyond me. Have you um, guys, do you guys have people that you are developing for then in the next generation? We're working on that. I have two sons that are in their mid-20s, and we kind of have a rule that you don't just get to come straight into the family business. You have to go out and learn in the industry and learn from the best that you can. And then if you are interested in the family business, we'll see. Right. Um, so they're kind of in that time of being out and starting to figure out uh, you know, who they are and what they want to do. But right. uh, we are training them for our board of directors in the future. Mm -hmm. and uh, moving in that direction. But when you're a family member and you go to work in a family business, people will assume that you've been born with a silver spoon, you know, and that yes. it's been handed to you. Yes. So you have to work twice as hard as everyone else to mm -hmm. prove yourself. Mm -hmm. And you got to be willing to just do that, earn their respect. And then, um, then it's not a problem. <laughs> well, just like the two of you, you went out and you got educated away from this place and you uh, had your another career before you came in. So you brought all of your experiences to your business. And I'm imagining that's a benefit. It was a huge benefit. My manufacturing experience was great in the, in the development world. Right. Right. Okay. So Kelly, what, um, what is something about you being a woman that you think was a benefit to your business success? So it's being able to listen and be patient uh, and and uh, having bring the other voices to the table, and by bringing the other voices to the table and having everybody be heard, you can make the best decisions. Right, and that's key. And so that has really helped me. And also, you know, I have a little grit. I I keep things. I keep keep at things um, despite challenges. Things happen in life, right? Mm -hmm. Things come up. Right. So I don't focus on those distractions or the noise. I keep my eye on the goals mm -hmm. and they can be small goals, but I'm getting there. And I, I, I keep my eye on the small goals and celebrate them. when we Right. Get 
Right. You know, that's one of the words, grit, that I talk about. And I don't think it's necessarily a a word that women tend to look at themselves as being gritty. That seems like more like a masculine word, but it also can be considered courage or persistence or um, just that inner motivation to achieve whatever the vision is that you have. And so I think that these inner power qualities. Women want to be successful. There's a lot of women listening to the show right now who, who will look you up and, and want to know more about how you got to where you are, regardless of whether you started in a family business at some point or not. You have done everything you've done to bring the company where it is now is based on your choices and who you are and what you brought to the table. Mm-hmm. So um, I really appreciate that. So my next question is like, so what do you describe, how do you describe a wealthy life? I mean, yeah, I think, you know, from listening to my description that it's an all encompassing word. It's not just about money and money is a part of a wealthy life. So Kelly, what would your description of living a wealthy life be? Focusing on your goals. And these are all your goals, such as your personal goals, your work goals, your family goals, your group goals, your community goals and helping others. Being able to help and serve is is just so key. And it, giving back, you can get so much from that. It just makes your life delicious to give, doesn't it? It really does. And, and you're serving as an example. We all need more mentors and people that we look up to. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, these areas prosper. People can't help but be influenced by this. And this is going to create a wealthy and a full life. Absolutely. Thank you. That was beautiful. How about you, Carrie? What's your definition of a wealthy life? Well, for mine, it's uh, raising two fine young men that are contributing positively to society, Um, being successfully married for almost 32 years. You know, that's not always uh, easy necessarily, but certainly an accomplishment to creating community. I, I just love to create community, building for the future, watching the neighborhoods come alive as we continue to add on to them. Um, and then it's about, again, giving back and helping others. That is right. really important. Okay. So uh, Carrie, share with us your vision for the future for your company. Well, it is about evolving Hyla Crossing and Rally Center into two amazing new ha- neighborhoods that better serve the community and help set the standard for Issaquah's shift to a complete, compact, and connected community, and to do some great succession planning so that Rally Properties will stay a family business for the sake of Issaquah, my children, and my future grandchildren. Oh, beautiful. And for because this is a radio show, you can't really see, but you two have plenty more years to work in the business, right? <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> yes. yes. And what's your vision for the future, Kelly? Well, it's a community where you can spend more time on things that matter. Embracing the outdoors, thriving as a community, and helping your community thrive. Mm-hmm. Instilling a sense of pride in other people. I think as we, you know, look at the TV or uh, I think we could, they could all use a little bit more pride, some of the folks out there. Uh, I so. love that word, more pride, pride in self, pride in community. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fabulous ladies. Okay. So unfortunately we are at almost the end. I do want to give you guys the last word. If you were wanted to leave our listeners with 
um, you know, where they can find you, an impression of you, what you want them to remember, go ahead and start, Kelly. Absolutely. So you can find more information about us on our website at www.rowleyproperties.com. We are a family-owned business, and our goal is to help make the world a better place and to help uh, businesses succeed, families belong, and communities prosper. And we live that in a daily life. That is our mission, and uh, we work hard at it. Uh, but we also, we want everybody to do better because if everybody does better, then it's it's a, the, be the best world that we can. It's the rising of the tide, right? When one does better, we all do better. Thank you so much. How about you, Carrie? What do you want to leave for our listeners today? I would just hope that they would have an opportunity to come by and check out our neighborhoods at Rally Center and Hyla Crossing. We've got uh, hotels to be able to stay in. We've got some restaurants and a new uh, startup brewery called Formula Brewing that has an outdoor beer garden. And they started in the middle of COVID. Actually, they started during the governor's lockdown and they have just knocked it out of the park during a time when you wouldn't think a, a startup business could be successful. Um, they just really do a good job. So come out and see the neighborhoods, come see our work and explore Issaquah. Take a little staycation for a weekend. And uh, will the um, REI uh, building have a retail store or is this their corporate office space? This is their corporate office space and specifically for um, their team members that live in this area. They're very, very excited. You're going to see some really interesting things as we go along, uh, but it's a great combination of work, outdoors, innovation and creativity. So stay tuned. Issaquah is a great place to have an office. Yeah, and if you're a woman- I can't. Go ahead, Carrie, go ahead. Oh, and if you're a woman with a business and you're looking to find a home, we would encourage you to check out our portfolio and um, the Rowley difference that we, we work with you. And uh, we'd, lo we'd love the opportunity to be able to do that. That is the biggest thing is that, you know, introducing you to, to folks that are listening, it's an opportunity for us all to think in our head, how could I get involved in this? How could I benefit from this beautiful vision that you two have? And I know I will personally be coming over and knocking on your door and uh, let you buy me a cup of coffee or something. Great. So ladies, thank you so much for being on the show. It was really an honor to be able to interview you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. All right, everyone. Next week, our guest will be Lori Seymour. She's founder of the Baca Institute. And Lori is going to share how to fast track your most amazing ideas from inspiration to reality. Sounds like something we all want to learn about. So thank you so much for listening and being part of our Wealthy Life for Her mission. I'm grateful to host a radio show where I get to inspire women to live a wealthy life by interviewing women and the occasional man who are doing just that. So don't miss out on any of our incredibly talented guests and listen every week on 1150kknw.com. And you can sub subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks, Alexis Lieutenant Gregory, for composing our theme music, Eric, my producer, and everyone on our team who makes this show possible. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, under Reinventing Her, and you can learn more about working with me at reinventingher.com. And don't forget that you can download that free report, How Women Can Overcome the Five Challenges, by visiting reinventingher.com. Also, you can purchase my book, 
Reinventing Her, Helping Women Plan, Pursue, and Capitalize on Their Next Chapter. It's available on Amazon. Finally, ladies, remember that you deserve a wealthy life and to attain the financial independence which you desire, and it's your birthright. When you engage your inner superpowers, get your financial house in order, you can overcome any challenge and create a wealthy life on your terms. Thanks so much for being with us this week. We'll see you next time. Teresa is founder of Reinventing Her and author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Available on Amazon. She is a certified financial planner and reinvention mentor for professional women who aspire to a wealthy and financially independent life. Learn more at reinventingher.com.